one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled dad breaking someone's leg. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my mom lost all of her children and as revenge, set my brother-in-law's house ablaze. For people who don't know, my little sister was extremely entitled and bratty just like my mom, and who, just like my mom, baby-trapped her boyfriend. Instead of ignoring her like me and my other siblings do, she had her head up my mom's butt. When my mom was arrested, my sister told me that it was my fault, that I ruined the family, and that when she sees me, she's going to kick my butt. Some nights ago, my husband woke me up and told me that my sister was at our house on our porch. My husband asked, what do we do? Call the cops? I mean, that was my first plan because it was like 4 in the morning and I don't like my sister. But I'm an adult and I can use my words. I told my sister to leave because 1. I don't like her and 2. It was 4am. But I realized my sister was crying and in her arms was her new baby. She told me that living with our mother was awful and she couldn't go back to that house. I asked her after all that she did to my family, why should I help her? And how did I know that her cry for help wasn't a way to trap one of us? She just kept crying, begging me for help. Then something in me snapped. That big sister in me, that I hit over the head with a shovel and buried in the backyard years ago, came back to life. I told my husband to get my baby sister. When my husband came back with my sister, she looked awful. We talked for hours and it was very emotional for the both of us. We just cried and my sister begged for my forgiveness. She was just apologizing for all the things she's done, from taking our mother's side to calling my daughter and I the R word. Both of us have disabilities and I'm pretty sure my husband does also. Then she started apologizing to my husband. My sister got on her knees just apologizing and begging us not to send her back to my mom's. As my sister and I talked, I found out how bad my mom got. My mom became abusive towards my sister hitting and yelling at her even, when my sister did something that our mom approved of. When my siblings and I were younger, I always took the hits for them. Like if my sister drew on the wall with crayon, I'll tell my mom I did it so my sister wouldn't get in trouble. I was the oldest, so it was my duty to shield the little ones. My mom was hooking up loudly with a man all over the house, the living room, the kitchen, even in my baby nephew's room. My mom was doing pills now and trying to get my sister into it, My sister admits that my mom's the one who called CPS. I forgot to mention that, but yeah. In my first post when I wrote about the cop showing up to our house, I forgot to mention the CPS worker. I thought I added it in there, but going back over it with my husband, I realized I didn't. I just kept forgetting to add that in as everything just started to delve deeper into heck. I kind of mentioned that the cops and the CPS worker were here to follow up on the accusations that my husband was hurting our daughter and I ranging from sexual to physical, and I had a feeling my mom was behind it, but I had no proof. My sister told us that my mom had plans on filing for grandparents' rights, but grandparents' rights isn't a thing here. While I was talking to my sister, her son started crying, and then she started crying some more, covering her ears and starting to scream at her son to shut up. The baby was just hungry. 
My sister started crying hard and saying that she couldn't do it. She couldn't take care of her son. In my last post, someone asked, if your grandpa cut your mom off, how does she have money or something like that? Well, I mentioned my grandmother gave my mom a lot of money when she died. But I also mentioned the family theory that my grandfather gave my mom money to have a hysterectomy. Well, turns out that's not a theory, but it's true. My mom got a case of the baby rabies, so she pressured my 14-year-old sister into poking holes into her condoms. So when the next time my sister has sex with her boyfriend, she'll get pregnant and my mom will become a grandma. My mom promised to help with my sister's son, but ever since the baby's been born, my mom hasn't lifted a finger to help. Besides taking pictures of him in shirts saying, Grandma's baby and stuff like that, I'm surprised that my sister believes that because my mom didn't even take care of her. I ask, what about the baby's father? She told me that he left her because she admitted to him that she baby trapped him. I asked what about the housemaids and the nannies? My mom had some type of mental break and fired all of them. I then asked her about dad. Has she tried to contact him? She told me that he gave up on her a long time ago and that he doesn't want anything to do with her. My sister just broke down saying she can't take care of her son. She loves him, but she doesn't want her son, and she doesn't know what to do. I found out my sister hadn't slept for days, so I told her to get some rest and I'll take care of her son, and I'll try to contact her dad. The same night, I was able to call her dad and explain that things are crazy here, and if he can try to help his daughter, that would be nice. He was so adamant that he did not want anything to do with his child, and I can understand. My sister screwed him up mentally, and he felt betrayed by the actions of my sister. I understand that, but his daughter needs him. And besides, four of my brother-in-laws live in this house with their families. She can't stay here. I told him to do it for his grandson, which shocked him because he didn't know my sister was pregnant. He sighs and says he will see what he can do. My sister slept for two days, and in that time, my mom realized my sister was gone. My mom started to freak out and report my sister is missing. I called my granddad so he could tell his crazy child that her daughter is in good hands. I told my granddad that I was able to contact my sister's father, and I shared what my sister told me. I told him to make sure my little brothers are safe. Now that my sister left, my mother will probably go crazy and might try to take the boys. But when my sister was up, she realized her dad had arrived. My sister just kept apologizing and that was an emotional time for both of them. If you care, my sister was never really a daddy's girl and always preferred our mom over him. So when my mom started having her affairs, she was able to manipulate my sister into keeping secrets and actually helping my mom hide them. Like, let's say my sister and mom will go on a girl's trip. My mom will just use that girl's trip to have affairs. Turns out my little brothers are not their dads and my sister knew about it. And by the time my mom and their dad got divorced, my sister chose my mom. My sister even said to her dad to his face that she wished our mom's affair partner, the one that my mom is currently married to, was her real dad. Being betrayed by your wife is devastating, but being betrayed by your own daughter is a new low hit. By the way, the reason we all found out mom was cheating on her husband was because we walked in on her hooking up with my 17-year-old boyfriend. Screw you, Devin. If you're reading this, I know you are, you piece of crap. I hope you enjoy the gonorrhea my mom gave you. You were the one that got me into drugs at age 14 and I hate you. You big head and little arms having. Devin, you're the human equivalent of Discord light mode and I hope your you-know-what falls off. Or if you can even call it that. 
So that's why my ex-stepdad separated himself from my sister. He loves my little brothers, by the way. He's always picking them up, taking them on vacation, talking to them and hanging out with them, but he never interacts with my sister. Eventually, my brothers came over to spend time with their dad because they haven't seen him in a while. Then my sibling's dad talked to my grandfather, and they both decided it would be best for my siblings to go live with their dad. But before my sister left, I asked her how she knew where our house was. Our mom told her. I asked how our mom knew, and my sister said she didn't know. Cool. Also, if you're asking if we reported the abuse that my sister suffered living with my mom, my mom knows how to mess you up without leaving a bruise. But we did report it. My mom surprisingly didn't go crazy like we all thought. She didn't try to take the boys or anything like that. She was surprisingly silent but she was silently acting out her revenge. Now, on to Satan. I'm going to keep this part extremely vague because a lot of legal things are happening right now, but my mom and her cult following knew where we were the whole time. They got caught in 4K setting my in-law's house on fire, and now they're missing. They were trying to end all of us, and the reason that we're not all gone? We were all having a slumber party at mother-in-law's. There's a warrant out for my family's arrest. They lost her. They lost my mom. What I mean by they, I don't mean my family that's on my side. I also mean the police. They freaking lost her. Everything in her house is still here. However, her social media is gone, her runty siblings are gone, and no one knows where they went. Now I'm afraid for my life. And it doesn't help that we still don't know who gave my mom those pictures of my children, nor do we know who was the one who gave our location. We've been doing what you all suggest, faking information and giving it to different people, but we still haven't found out who freaking gave my mom the information. And I'm terrified, not just for my children, but for myself. I'm losing it. Some of you think I'm being tough. I'm so brave that I just keep moving forward. That is BS. I've been having tons of freaking nightmares of my mom taking my children, dispatching my husband and leaving me destitute. I've been having multiple mental breakdowns. I just cried while doing nothing. I'm not doing okay. Some of my brothers-in-laws and their wives jumped on me after half of their house burned down with the fact that all of this is my fault, which it is. The results of that made me slip back into 13-year-old me and I hurt myself. I just couldn't take the pressure from people that used to treat me like my family, and some of them were telling my husband to divorce me because I'm just going to drag him deeper into my mess. I wish I never let that woman back into my life. If I did, none of this would have happened. I got diagnosed with depression, and I'm currently on some anti-version of it. My in-laws were divided into people that wish my husband had never met me, and people that feel sorry for me. That was until I ended up in the hospital, and my mother-in-law lost it on all of them. But there's a high possibility that my oldest brother-in-law and his wife are divorcing now, and that one's on me two different views about the situation and it caused the rift between both of them. It's my fault. My husband's really been stepping up and taking care of everything because I am legit useless at the moment. To cheer me up, my husband let me open my Christmas gift early. A photo album with a title that says, The Life of My Middle Name. My husband and my dad had been working on it for a long time and they were planning on giving it to me this year. It was full of my milestones, accomplishments, and things I've done for other people. And I cried when I felt like less of a burden. We're currently staying with a friend of my husband's. I know this friend's daughter from high school, and she always comes down for the holidays. So it's really nice to see her again. And that's basically my freaked up update. 
As I type this, my husband and his friend are being turned into pretty little princesses by their nieces and daughters. Also, my dad. This Christmas would be the first without him, and I hate it. Every year, my dad and I would watch Home Alone, smoke a joint, get high, and watch the lights on the Christmas tree. When my daughter was born, my dad and I continued our routine but left out the marijuana. I feel lost. Will this feeling ever go away? My birthday is on the 2nd, and I don't think I can handle it. Whether it's the police or a private investigator, I say stay on top of trying to track down and put away that mom for good. And also, dang, OP destroyed Devin. Our next story is, Entitled Egg Donor demands I pay for her four offsprings college. My mom had me at 14, but my grandma raised me. She had my brother at 16, and then got pregnant again when I was 15. Kicked her out, but kept me and my brother since she was the one that raised us, while my mom partied and slept around. I'm 22 now, and I'm making 16000 a month. I haven't heard from her since she left. Absolutely nothing. After seven years of radio silence, my mom showed up and she's demanding that I start a college fund for her four kids. Heck no. That's also the condition if my brother and I want to see our siblings. I think you could argue that OP already said too much. Heck no. You could probably just shorten it to no. Our next story is potentially going no contact with my mother and the fear of her reaction is giving me anxiety. My mom has never ever been a good parent. It's taken a very long time for me to understand that I was and have been abused emotionally and psychologically by her. The biggest issue is that she had zero concept. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. ...of how much snooping violated my boundaries and autonomy. For as long as I can remember, she's believed that if I did something private, I wanted to keep to myself... I was keeping a secret that was obviously hers to know. This got to the point that when she still had custody of my sister and I, I would carry my school bag into the bathroom with me when I took a shower so she couldn't go through it when I was bathing. She read my journals through childhood. I lived full-time with my dad and stepmom until I was kicked out for failing out of college. Another story, my dad is certainly no saint, and then I moved back in with my mom. We had lived separately for a while, and I wrongfully assumed that she had a handle on her mental health and would treat me as an adult. Nope. Eventually, I moved back in with my dad and stepmom. I was there for my mom as she battled breast cancer. I was there for her as she went through several mental breakdowns and ended up in the psych ward multiple times over several years. I sat and let one of her friends, who I assumed was my friend as well, berate me about how I was a bad daughter because I lived away from her and didn't work to make her not want to end things. 
During all of this, my mom moved to North Carolina to be with family friends. At the time, I was having issues with my dad, being a closeted lesbian and genderqueer, being diagnosed with bipolar manic depression, and telling him I was struggling with thoughts of ending things and hallucinations, only to be told to stop crying and get over it, and once again thought that the time and distance between us had meant my mother had progressed somewhat in how she would treat me. Once again, I was proven wrong. I moved away from my dad and stepmom, my younger brother, and my adult younger sister to go to North Carolina and live in the same apartment building as my mother. As you can probably guess, it was more of the same. I was a 25 plus year old adult and she used her emergency key to repeatedly violate my boundaries and privacy by going into my home, going through my things, telling me I was a bad person because I was an adult who had gasp adult toys, reading my current journal, going through my trash to try to catch me in lies. Every time she did this, I would confront her and she would do classic Darvo maneuvers. I didn't do it, but if I did do it, it was your fault for being a private person, and you're being a bad person by trying to tell me, who your father cheated on, that my trust issues are harming you. Yeah, there was definitely some emotional manipulation going on. She treated me emotionally as if I was her spouse. That was her biggest gotcha. Her going through my things, repeatedly proving she couldn't respect my boundaries, was all my dad's fault. He cheated on her when my sister and I were between the ages of 4 and 7 between us. I don't remember much about that time. Gee, I wonder why. Eventually he got himself together, but also became extremely religiously conservative. He would also openly tell me my mom was a bad person for being mentally ill, which is a whole separate kettle of fish. Eventually, I put my foot down. I took her emergency key. I stopped talking to her even though we lived in the same building in different apartments. I was able to find an amazing partner who I love and is going to marry me. My mother knows nothing about her because word would get out and my dad would cut me off from my brother, who is an adult now and has rejected my dad's religion whole cloth, so that's not much of an issue anymore. Me and bro are tight. Right now, I'm living with my partner, moved in together in July, five hours away from my mom and half a continent away from my dad. I don't reach out and contact either of them anymore and only answer texts and calls they make to me. My mom told me, if you don't come back and visit me, I'm going to come visit you, with an implied, whether you like it or not. I had been planning to go visit after the holidays for a few days to placate her, but I've decided I'm not going to. After struggling a lot with religion and its role in my life and upbringing, I've fallen away from traditional Christian faiths. I've been doing some surface level research into Gnosticism and witchcraft, and deep readings into the work of Carl Jung, specifically drawn to the theory of synchronicity. And today, I woke up early, couldn't go back to sleep, and spent the morning refreshing the new page of r slash am I the jerk? There were multiple posts about parents not respecting their adult children's bodily and emotional autonomy, and I was able to find a website that described to a freaking T what my mom thinks about herself. Because of how I view the concept of synchronicity, I can safely conclude that seeing these posts and seeing how absolutely delusional these other parents are, the one that got me was a surprise visit from parents who lived a 15 hour car ride away and peeked in their daughter's apartment windows to make sure she wasn't really home like she claimed on the phone, I need to fully cut my mother out of my life. I do worry what she'll say to other people. 
As she finds out that her daughter is living in sin with a partner of the same sex, my partner and I are both AFAB but both trans slash genderqueer, she's going to use other people to attack me for that. But as I'm writing this, I think I've decided I'm done dealing with her. I want no more empty apologies for things I know she'll do again as soon as my back turns. I want no more refusal to acknowledge the way she was abusive to me and my sister when we were children and continued into adulthood. And I want no more feeling like my relationship with her is vital to her broken mental health that she refuses to treat. I'm not really sure how to end this. My partner supports me 100% and her family has accepted me without question, which is more than mine can say. It's been 31 years, but I'm finally getting out from under her thumb. Regardless of how many years it takes you, it's good to see somebody realize the way they're being mistreated and removing themselves from that toxicity. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Wants Son to Take Care of Her After Years of Abuse and Instability. My parents divorced when I was 7, and my mom abused me and my sister pretty regularly. I can remember a few examples where, when I was 8, She thought I lost her car keys while at her friend's house and kicked me in between the legs while I was covering up on the ground. Her friend scooped me up and locked me in her room and then I went to live with my grandmother for a week. Another memory is when I was a child, I suffered from night terrors. I started screaming from a dream and she came in and started smashing my head off the pillow. I used to get the croup severely in the fall and one night when it was obvious I was getting a bad case, she went out drinking. The babysitter had a caller at the bar and she had to take me to the hospital. My stepdad walked in and out of our lives for a while, but stayed when I was around 13 years old. He kept my mom grounded and it was less likely she would do any of these things when he was in the picture. When he was diagnosed with cancer around 2005, she started to spin out again. She started drinking and her behavior became more erratic. After he passed, she got in a drunk driving accident. When me and my sister found out, we went to the hospital. She was handcuffed to the bed and blamed me for the accident, saying I wouldn't come and pick her up. She never called, and I also worked a shift that started at 3.30am. Since all of this, I've tried to maintain a relationship at a distance, seeing her occasionally, despite her going on Facebook and posting how terrible me and my sister are. Last May, I tried to take her out to eat and I was going to tell her that I caught my spouse cheating on me and we're no longer together. Before I could tell her, she went into telling me someone was sick and dying who I didn't know and I asked her to stop. She got upset and that was the last time I saw her. She texted me recently and told me she has breast cancer and she needs me to take her to the hospital for surgery and I don't think I can do it. It's a crappy situation for her to end up in, but the way she treated you all your life, you have no obligation to help them or even talk to them. Our next story is, Entitled Dad Breaks My Leg Because I Continuously Blocked His Son From Scoring. We had a volleyball tournament. For reference, I'm a middle blocker, 6'5 and a vert of 70 centimeters. The game starts and everything goes good. Eventually, Entitled Dad's kid gets subbed in because his team wasn't scoring, and apparently he's a star player. I blocked every hit he went for, and his dad started to get visibly angry, starting to shout at me and stuff as well. After the game ended, we won, and I blocked nearly every shot from this guy. The entitled dad came to me asking me what my problem is and stuff. I said, sorry man, it's my job. He started laughing and stomped on my shin. It's broken and I'm currently in the hospital writing this story, and the dad should hopefully end up in jail. 
Also planning on suing for permanent damages, doctors say I may not be able to play volleyball ever again, and I got a college offer. Considering it may permanently stop OP's career, definitely pursue this to the fullest. You really gotta make an example out of an absolute jerk like that. That said, our final story of the day is entitled Mom Gets Banned from Grocery Store. This story takes place in 2018. I was one year out of high school, living in a small northern California town known for wine and a Credence Clearwater revival song. I was living with my girlfriend at the time. It was a bad relationship that I'm glad to be out of. The entitled parent of the story was her mom. Her sister was the entitled kid. For the sake of privacy, let's just call them X's ex-girlfriend. Entitled mom is entitled mom and of course EK is entitled kid. It was payday for entitled mother's disability, so it was time to go grocery shopping. Me, my ex, entitled mother, and entitled kid all loaded into the car and head to the grocery store. When we got there, entitled kid ran right for the electric carts. For people with limited mobility, entitled kid was 11 years old and perfectly capable of walking, but we ignored her because it wasn't worth the fight. The grocery shopping itself was pretty uneventful. The fireworks didn't start until we started to leave the store. Me and X did our own grocery shopping with our own money, and we took our stuff and went to go wait out in the car. Next thing we knew, Entitled Mother was texting us, saying, You need to get in here right now and back me up. We thought she was in real trouble. So we ran back into the store, and to our absolute horror, Entitled Mother was screaming at the top of her lungs, How dare you yell at my daughter, she's only 11 years old. The employee she was yelling at was calmly trying to explain that she didn't yell at Entitled Kid. She simply told her to get off of the mobility scooter cart because they were made for the disabled and the elderly. This is when the Entitled Kid chimes in. She's lying. She yelled at me and called me stupid. There was absolutely no truth to this. Entitled Kid is a pathological liar. She lied about everything, all the time, for no reason. Entitled Mother's face went completely red and she started screaming again, My daughter is disabled, her leg is broken, and how dare you call her stupid? Entitled Kid had actually broken her leg two years prior to this interaction. She could walk just fine. Me and X never actually got to say anything. Entitled Mother demanded that all of her groceries be put back and that she shouldn't be paying. She then demanded that me and X walk out with her and go back to the car. I said, you guys go ahead, I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. Entitled Mother said, fine, but hurry up. As soon as everybody was out of earshot, I walked up to the employee she was screaming at, who was shaken up and on the verge of tears, and immediately started apologizing profusely. I was beyond embarrassed and offered to help put the groceries back. She thanked me but said that wouldn't be necessary. After I got back in the car, Entitled Mother tried to tell us that we weren't allowed to shop there anymore and that if she finds out we did, she would treat it as a betrayal to the family. I had enough and said, you know, that was really embarrassing. You made a huge scene. Entitled Kid was perfectly capable of walking but decided she wanted to play with electric carts. You can't just scream at people to get your way. You're setting your daughter up for failure and teaching her that she can just throw a tantrum to get her way. She just sat there for a minute, her mouth agape. When she finally spoke, she screamed, Get out of my freaking car! I said, Fine by me. I don't want to be around you right now anyway. 
ex started to get upset again at this point and said, please just get back in the car and come home with us. Just swallow your pride and apologize. At this point in our relationship, she'd already shown her true colors. She was an abusive, manipulative piece of garbage that I later found out cheated on me multiple times. I just looked at her and said, screw that. I'm sick of having to bottle up my feelings and being the first to apologize for everything. I'm going to my grandma's for a while. I just need to not be around you guys for a while. My grandma's house was literally four blocks away. I walked over there, hung out with my brother for a while. I told him what happened and he told me I needed to get out of that relationship and just move back home. That was advice I wouldn't heed for another few months. Things got really dark in that relationship and I'm glad it's over and I'll never have to see those people ever again. Sad to say, but the good old saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree is usually fairly accurate. You're raised by somebody who's entitled, oftentimes you grow up to be entitled. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.